three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the 65th episode of At Odds with the Unbreakable Spirit. I'm the Executioner, Daniel Travis. I, of course, am the Unbreakable Spirit. Let's run through the topics, why not? Topic number one. Topic number one is what we want a WWE 2K video game to be like. And number two. We'll be covering the 30th anniversary of WWE Monday Night Raw. And number three. It's uh, prediction battle time, people. And you know what we're going to do. Yep. But let's hop into topic one. Take it away. Okay. What I want... In a WWE video game, is I want the overalls to actually, and I and I said this, I never really have said this before, but I want over the WWE overalls to actually have some meaning. Like it makes it more difficult, or it actually makes it harder or easier to beat an opponent. Uh, yeah, you have never said that on the podcast, because whenever I bring up the video games on the podcast, you're like, yeah, sure, whatever, don't really care. Yeah, fair enough, but anyway. Yeah, you play the games, Pot Common Kettle Black or something. Yeah, uh, what do you want on a WWE video game? I want the return of creative story. Yeah, uh, you got the timer going? Yes, I do on my phone, which we normally use to set up the room, but... Technology's being a bitch. Yeah, literally my mic wouldn't work. Yeah, great. Anyway, um, something I want for WWE games is, um, I want the return or maybe adjusted version of a, um... Of, uh, of, I don't know, I don't know, Gauntlet match, or like a three stages of hell added to the game. Yeah, I I will say those are good ideas, but I also feel like they'd be hard to implement. Yeah, fair enough. But, like, like something I think that the WWE games, honestly, needs to improve on more than anything else is the goddamn commentary. Yeah, it sounds so flat, like the commentators are genocide, and maybe Michael Cole used to do commentary like that. Then he got Pat McAfee as his broadcast partner, and the energy <laughs> raced through the roof. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, because, uh, and something else I want is, um, if you're a heel, I want... Corey Graves to support you. If 
and Byron Saxon to talk crap about you. And if you're uh And then Michael Cole just be stuck in stuck in the middle. Yeah, and if you're a baby face, I want Corey to talk shit about you and Byron to be and Cole could be I mean, I don't know, maybe Cole could Cole could be the in between guy and Byron could be the guy in the middle or like I, I don't know. That's what I'm yeah. thinking. Well, what else do you think a 2K game needs, honestly? Special guest referee. Hmm. Yeah, that does need to make a... Re- hey, oh. No, it needs a return. Yeah. And also, I just want to say, it's good that we finally have some gender variation in referees. Even if the female referee kind of looks like Tamina. Yeah. Um, I think that another thing that the WWE video games, um, honestly need is, um, when the commentator, when, no, not the commentators, is, um, when, you and your or whoever your opponent is are in the middle of a match or like if you're doing like a Royal Rumble, something that I've honestly noticed is well well like if number like five is entering the rumble, they won't even talk about the new person entering the rumble. Yeah, they'll talk about people that have been eliminated or haven't even entered the rumble yet. Or hell, hell. I was doing a rumble earlier today, and uh, they, they, like, they were literally talking about, like, you know, someone got hit with the German suplex while so-and-so was entering the ring. I'm like, what the hell? Hello, focus on, like, focus on new participant number whatever. Excuse me, and yeah, that's a good point. Also, bring back the old view of the ring for the rumbles. What do you mean by that? Like, think back to SmackDown versus Raw. They had this view of the ring where it was from the commentator's perspective and you could see the stage. Bring that back. Because some characters would have special rumble entrances. Rey Mysterio would do his, like, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and then his pyro would shoot up. Uh... Undertaker would have a lightning bolt strike and he would appear and his smoke would shoot up. Like, we don't get to see those with the view that they have now. Also, very, very true. Something else that I think the WWE video games need more than anything is especially if you're playing on um exhibition mode and you got like a championship uh title defense or, or whatever going on is I think it would be a good idea for you to have like an option for uh rematch clauses but you get you know like that way you just don't have to find the participants. You, they just automatically just pop up. All you gotta do is just change the match. To yeah. Whatever. But 
And, like, I know I haven't mentioned much of what I want, but this is something I legitimately want, nor what I've said for the, my past few turns, is more of what the fan base wants. Okay. What I want is more than two attire slots for created creations. Yeah. That is also fair. And something that I think is um needed for the uh just for the overall key game that is um when you're a okay when you're a heel you are actually booed when you're a baby face you actually get cheered instead of being like I have no idea if I'm a baby face or a heel because something like okay Let's talk well, about... Well, yeah, that wouldn't help me since for crap balance, I'd put mix on. Yeah, okay. If you, if you feel like... A, if you're like... But, uh, update me, but if you're like mix guy, you get a mixed reaction. Sometimes you, you can't even tell what the fuck you are. Yeah. And I know I mentioned this, but I want the personality trait to also affect the overall. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about my rise. Something... Cause, because... My, like, what does what the what do you think my rise or career mode? Basically? I think it needs a definitive end point. Like, if I may rewind the clock a few years back to, um, uh, I think it was two K. I think it was two K sixteen or maybe seventeen where the goal of my career was to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, that's an end point. Or there was also one where you can still continue after this, but you become a Paul Heyman guy. Yeah. That's not really an end point. Yeah. Like, Like, for my advice, in order for it to end this year, you had to complete every single storyline. Yeah. Something like My Rise needs, for example, is um, backstage free roaming, where you could just wander around and, you know, like, uh, you know, you could just wander around. And if you want to start a rivalry, all you got to do is just, <laughs> I don't know, Bob, like, Alright, I know we're going this with this. You and I have talked about this off the phone. I'm more of a fan of the hubs. I'll have a compromise with you. Both. What if you can yeah, what if you can walk in between hubs? Yeah. And something I think my rise honestly needs is oh yeah, entering with the goddamn championships. Yeah, hopefully that's improved from last year. They were like Three cutscenes where you entered with the championship last year, last year, and one of them was in a rivalry against John Cena. Which, speaking of Cena, showcase mode. I think they're doing it right this year. Yeah, but uh, yeah, um, something else that I think my my rise needs to improve is um. Like, uh, I think that, you know, I agree that the end goal should be the Hall of Fame. But just to add it to the different backgrounds is that I think that, you know, like, depending on your background is 
you have different paths to get to the WWE. Yeah, and there there are the performance center. There are actually two different paths for the two different my players this year. Oh really? I forget what the male one is called, but the woman one is called Legacy. Yeah, and what I mean by that is like if you're starting on if you like create a wrestler and you're that guy and you want said wrestler to be an indie darling, you start like you could just have two K just make up a bunch of wrestling companies and you just and your your goal is as an indie wrestler to uh, make a name for yourself. Or hell, show a talent scout in the audience for like a BCW show or a Los Angeles wrestling show or and just something. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you're like a football player, have you be like backstage at like a college locker room or some dumb shit like that. If you're like, if you're, if you're an MMA fighter, be like backstage after a fight. If you're a movie star, it'd be after you filmed a movie scene or whatever. Yeah, like this. This is something that I like. I like how they had Booker T train you, but also Actually like show that. Yeah, like give us and like they had like oh your background and stuff. You literally have an actor who was an indie darling. Yeah. Like, what I want is to... But something I want that not many people might care about for my rise is show the personal lives of the wrestler. Like, I'm literally not joking about what I'm about to say. On an NBA My Career mode, you could literally, with one of your buddies... Play a past version of an NBA 2K game. That's talk about talk about the fourth wall breaking. Uh, yeah, Deadpool would be like, "Hey, wait a minute, you stole my shit." <laughs> but anyways, we went way over for this segment. We're yeah. probably gonna return to it next week. Yes, we'll be. <laughs> but back. we'll be right back with topic number two. And we'll go with that, and we are back with topic number two, the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. Probably could have been better. Honestly, I I very much agree. I was watching the 30th anniversary of Monday Night Raw, like I do every Monday. Like, here's what, okay, here's what I honestly didn't like. Hey, why the fuck was Hulk Hogan there for like when he like had barely anything to yeah, do? Yeah, why? Him, why was he there when the Bellas, who were advertised for the event, got pulled from it? Yeah, I mean, like, like, okay, you barely did a custom stage. Why? I, I get it. you want to save money, but wait, the stage on. was customized. Only nope. the graphics were. Oh, right, no, right, right, right. The, the stage was a basic. The common take... They, like, they couldn't have pulled the uh, 30 Minitron from the, from the uh, NXT TakeOver 30? Yeah. Um, like, okay, like, 
the match, like some of the like some of the, like uh, yeah, you had a bunch of legends and they're like Hulk Hogan, great. But that like like the opening theme song didn't honestly make any goddamn sense. It was very confusing. Yeah. Like I thought that they were like I thought that they were gonna do like the one from like the O five Raw, the across the nation band or whatever the they were called. Or um Or, or Burn uh, It Down Tonight from the PG era. Something kind of spicy. How something. even legendary would have been more fitting. I mean, I know that that I'm a skillet fan, but legendary was the legitimately a theme song for Monday Night Raw. That is also true. Like, um, okay, let's talk about Leslie. All right. The the way Monday Night Raw started was honestly, that shit was interesting. Yeah, the tribal court team. I just wish after Roman said, acknowledge me, he said, this tribal court is now in session to see if. The honorary use, Sami Zayn, is so worthy of being an honorary use. Yeah, um, now let's talk about that whole trial thing. Is that it? I will admit, I thought that it was, um, very interesting. Like, but like, you know, like, I will admit, Paul Hyman playing the prosecution was. A bit weird. Uh, yeah, and I just want to say this: something weird just happened with my headphones. They disconnected and then reconnected. Mm. Yeah, technology sometimes, but yeah, then someone gets ready to spike Sammy in the throat, and Jay Uso says, "Hold it, like Ace Attorney. <laughs> I got evidence to why he is Uzi." Yeah, um, yeah, cause, cause, because... how well, can you have a prosecution and not a defense? I yeah, mean, Sammy uh, essentially said, I got no defense, spike me, me, Oose. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, because Roman Reigns actually, you know, showing emotion, which, ooh, he's just... I mean, I thought that that shit was kind of, uh, yeah. Jay Uso being the one was just, I want it, uh, interesting. You but... would think it would be Jimmy because he and Sammy have the whole handshake thing. Yeah. That I will admit was just like, okay, why was it Jay? That's my main question. Shark value? Yeah. <laughs> I That's guess. legitimately it. Yeah, um,. But now my question is like, like some my whole problem with like I get like Sammy Zayn you know wants to prove his loyalty, but I guess you know yes you're real life friends with Kevin Owens I get that shit, but it's like bro, and I, I hate to say this again, but uh, Sammy, why do you still want to trust Kevin Owens? Why? I mean, he, I don't think he really does right now, at least in storyline purposes. I mean, like, I get, like, like, hey, like, 
if if Roman and I, if I were Sammy, and considering my history with Kevin Owens since I've gotten to WWE, if I were Kevin, if, if I yeah, were like Sammy, if if I were Sammy, I would remember, huh? On his first night in WWE, the same night I won the NXT Championship, he attacked me and did it and powerbombed me onto the ring apron. Yeah, I'm not sure if I can trust him. And then also when he won, and then also when he won the NXT title, he beat the sh- out of him so badly that the title was handed to him, Kevin Owens via forfeit. Yeah. Like, if I were Sammy, like, this shouldn't really be kind of a... This really shouldn't be a difficult decision. If I were Sammy, I'd just be like, okay, you want me to... Yeah, if I can be honest, after the tribal court, the rest of the show wasn't that exciting. Yeah, um... Like, the only other good thing that happened was, uh, Teddy Long. Yeah, um... Okay, the one thing, before we, um... Yeah, apparently the reason, this is something I've actually heard of this, but uh, remember how the steel cage match was very short? Yeah. That's because that segment went over. The the tribal court or the tag team match? The tribal court. Okay, and I, I will say, I, the steel cage match never really happened. Becky got jumped. Yeah. But I will say, the, um, I will say, the Usos defending the Raw Tag Team titles, I thought was a bit weird. Now, yes, I can see where you're coming from with, because Jimmy got, Probably storyline injured or something, but there is this little thing called the Freebird rule, where any member of a faction that is, that has the yeah, tag titles can defend the championship. Yeah, I'm aware of that, but I was more of talking about them defending the Raw tag team titles when they're the undisputed tag team champions. Like I to quote you last week, what was the point of unifying them anyways? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, and uh, I will say, uh, more thoughts on uh, the only to me the only other good part of the of Raw Thirty was the uh was when L.A. Knight showed up and then the Undertaker showed up. The whole interaction between Undertaker and Wyatt. Yeah, everyone thought it was going to be Undertaker and Uncle Howdy. But no, it was Taker and Wyatt. And not only that, it was American Badass Undertaker. Yeah, because the thing that I've also heard... I just wish it was Limp Biscuit playing into the ring. Yeah, cool. Uh, Yeah, I agree. But uh, I will admit, I thought the interesting... The thing that I'm, I'm still wondering is... What the hell did the Undertaker whisper to Wyatt? I don't know. Hopefully, Bray Wyatt does not mention it on SmackDown. Because the thing that I have heard is um, 
a lot of people are theorizing that it was a passing of the spooky torch. Then would that be Dead Man Undertaker that beat the shit out of LA Knight? Yeah, fair. I mean, like, like honestly, the right. Like... Oh, by the way, speaking of which, I've heard some theory, something interesting about the Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Like... First off, that's the actual name of the of the match. It's not a Pitch Black match. It's a yeah. Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. Okay. Well, Apparently, but, there are going to be neon elements. Yeah. Okay. That should be interesting. But but uh, we're uh, we're yeah, actually have time for this segment. We're gonna. Yep. We're actually gonna talk more about the pitch black match right after this. Ah. Fuck. Okay. Okay. I'll just take it. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with the third. And final topic, the Royal Rumble Prediction Battle. Yes, for once I don't have to do the holla freaking Louis. Yes, Matthew, would you care to mention what the uh, punishment is? With pleasure, my comrade. The winner will get to choose the punishment for the loser. I have a feeling Travis has something in mind that if I lose, I will have to use my get-out-punishment-free card. All right. So, here are the matches, and they're quite freaking, quite honestly, ladies and gentlemen, there's not really a whole lot of matches. Yeah, lackluster for sure. Okay. I'm just gonna... All right. The first match... Because you say get into this, I might as well just get this shit out of the fucking way. The pitch, the Mountain Dew pitch black match. We still have no idea what this is going to be. I doubt they're going to tell us what it is on SmackDown, but I'm going with Bray Wyatt. I, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I have no. I, I'm not really sure if LA, because I'm not really sure what exactly Bray Wyatt is going to bring. I don't know if he's going to bring the Fiend, a new version of the Fiend, a Howdy version of the Fiend, what the fuck he's going to be. But yeah, yeah I'm but going I forced to... you to do it with LA uh, Knight. Yeah. yeah. Let me talk to you. All right, let me talk to you guys. All right, the next one is for the Raw Women's Championship. You got Bianca Belair versus, I'm not sure what the hell's going on with Alexa Bliss. Uh, yeah. Something, something, Uncle Howdy, something, something, most likely related to The Fiend, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. uh, What Uncle Howdy is just the remnants of The Fiend inhabiting someone else? That's a good point. All right, anyway, I am going to go with The Challenger. All right, I was going to go with Bianca anyways. Okay. And now, the next match is for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. 
which might all come down to say, which is definitely going to be Sami Zayn's final test. It is the undisputed... Let's face it, we both know Kevin's not going to win. Yeah, it is the undisputed universal champion, the head of the table, the tribal chief, a man who has a longer title reign than Gunther when he was United Kingdom champion. That is how long of a reign it is. Yikes. Um, yeah. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. I am going with Roman. Obviously. But I will and admit... Don't get I, me wrong. I, I, I like Kevin, but he's not going to win. But I will admit, I am curious on what Sami Zayn is going to do in this. Yeah. On to the next match. All right. The next match, because we got to do the Royal Rumbles, is the uh, uh, women. Right. Is, lady first, the women's Royal Rumble. Do you want to just pick odds and evens for this one? Like, there are so few competitors revealed that... I mean... There are going to be some surprises that we're not even accounting for. I need to get this off my chest, but I quite frankly find it fucking stupid that they need to even announce people for the Rumble. I need to get that off my chest. I always thought I've always thought that that shit is just dumb. And I'm gonna call you out on your contradiction, since you you hate when they don't build up a pay per view. Yet you are hating on them building up a pay per view. Fair enough. So all right, how do you want to do this? Uh... I think one must pick odds, one must pick even. Or we could just do a pick a number, blah, blah, blah. That's uh, what we did last year, or two yeah. years ago. Yeah, we did yeah, last... it was last year. Yeah, it was last year. Um, all right. Uh, uh, we could do... Um, how, I mean, how I'm we... just going to ask Siri to pick me a number. Yeah, let's just go with that, all right. Siri, pick a number 1 through 13. Oh, God damn it. What do you got? I got number two. Alexa, pick a number one through 30. Here's a number between one and 30. It's 13. 13. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. I'm guessing next is the men's. Do we really only have five matches? See. God damn it. Yeah, alright. Matthew, you go first. Siri, pick a number one through thirty. Alright, I'm I'm more happy with this one. What'd you get? Twenty-nine. Ooh. Alexa, pick a number one through thirty. Here's a number between one and thirty. It's twenty. Twenty. 
All right. And I'm guessing that's all the matches. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, because and we all know that Cody Rhodes is returning. We all have heard that The Rock is supposedly not unavailable. Which I'm going to be honest, I am calling. I'm throwing my bullshit flag because I think that The Rock. Yeah, I am pressing F for doubt. And my reason for that is because. The Rock could just be saying, oh, yeah, of course, I'm not available to do this match when he's been just trying to uh, trying to do it that way to swerve all of us. Well, he's been saying that he's unavailable for WrestleMania. He said nothing about the Royal Rumble. That is true. And if he's unavailable for WrestleMania, oh, well. But that was... That's we it. went way over, so uh, Roll that out, we'll see you next week, uh, which I think we may have to do. An, I don't. Think, that. Do we have to do another prediction battle then? I don't know. We'll see. Just bye. See. Ya. Yeah. Roll that outro. Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six. You can follow me on Instagram at DanTravis121. And you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutionerTwitter1. And you can follow the podcast at Adults Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussion. But until then, the Executioner and the Unbreakable Spirit will still be at odds. Thank you, losers. <laughs>